Hello, everybody. Welcome to WRDG. We're going to take you up to the news. And John C.C. on Second Street got dog food, cat food, everything else. You got, you can swap the cat off the calendar, they don't mind. John's being seen. And, and, John's being seen on Blackman Street. Protect your financial future with Oxford Gold Group. Invest in gold and silver today. Most connected to what happened last week. Yeah, tens of millions of dollars. Uh, there were over 200 structures lost, some, um, you know, certainly some vacation homes, some uh, permanent residences for people, uh, tens of millions of dollars were lost. There's assessments being made now to try to determine just the extent of that, but uh, there, was, there was quite a bit of property damage. And you expect to have to ask the president for that declaration? Yeah, it's hard to say. We There are thresholds that we uh, when, if we meet those thresholds, then we can make that request. And until the assessments are done, uh, really too soon to say. What type of financial aid can homeowners expect? I, I think it depends on the, the um, federal response. Um, FEMA will partner with locals to begin that process once they determine uh, the extent of the damage. So we flew over and, um, you know, there were a couple things we saw. We saw homes that were burned completely gone, and that was, that, that's heartbreaking to see. We saw vast areas of the forest that were uh, that were burned, particularly the undergrowth in those forested areas. But the thing that was encouraging to me and that was remarkable about what we saw is there were tremendous areas of developed property that had clear fire lines that had been established by the firefighting agencies to keep the fire from crossing over those lines into those developed areas. I think what happened here in 2016 obviously was a, a tremendous disaster, uh, but we learned from challenges and there was much learned from the 16 fire that was used in fighting this fire and uh, we saw a lot of damage and there's a lot of uh, a lot of property loss. WSAC News Channel 3 First look at 4 A mess No power, a blocked road and school delays 
plus a pup rally. Yep, baby dogs even there. This is for the newest member of a school. He's the first of many that will work in classrooms as part of the new support program. Not only is it cloudy, cool, breezy, but we also have some not only rain, but mixed wintry precipitation in the forecast, some of which is falling, it looks like, over the Charleston area as we speak. Looks yucky out there right now. Well, good afternoon. I'm Susan Nicholas. And I'm Sarah Saker. Thank you for joining us on First Look at Four. Well, a semi-truck drove into power lines this morning in Ripley. It caused a ripple effect of problems for the morning commute. As News Channel 3's Shannon Litton explains, that semi set off a domino effect of delays and disruptions. It was an accident. Uh, you know, everybody has accidents, yeah. but uh, and unfortunately, this one has affected quite a few of us. It was an accident that set off a chain reaction of events, leaving more than 1,600 people without power through the night and morning and forcing Jackson County schools to go on a three-hour delay. A tractor trailer was uh, attempting to turn around in our, one of our car lots down here and struck a uh, electric pole and uh, knocked it over into the road, pretty much shut off power to most most of this side of town and to Fairbine. At the time, crews didn't know when the road would reopen because they say they were waiting on a contractor to fix Frontier's pole. So even if AEP was done with their work, they didn't feel it was safe enough to open the road back up to drivers, in turn playing part in the reason to close schools around 8.15 this morning. You know, the rerouting and, and the changing and just trying to get the direction. And, and there's going to be students that if we can't use this section of road, that are going to be affected totally without bus service. It was still questionable whether we could meet that uh, ten, or that three-hour delay. It was looking less and less possible, so it was necessary to make the decision to close schools. Superintendent Hess says they decided to close all Jackson County schools and not just Ripley because many of their staff and bus operators live in Ripley and were directly affected by the outages. Shannon Litton, WSAZ News Channel 3, Ripley. All right, we're going to check on the weather for you right now. It is Friday, so that's a bit of good news. But when you're outside, it doesn't feel very uh, good when you're starting off your weekend here. And, you know, we've got lots of sporting events outdoors. We've got some Easter egg hunts. And, uh, you know, you have to wear a lot of layers when you go out and do any of these fun things. Yeah, you're not going to have those events completely ruined. But what will go a long way is an umbrella sure. and a nice warm coat. We've had to use a warm coat all winter. We're used to it by now. Umbrella, we've had a lot of rain this week, too. So, honestly, I think we're going to be prepared for this. Yeah. And really nice conditions come our way on Sunday. Good. Talk a little more about that in a bit. First, let's take a look at our forecast, which in moment is uh, not looking too pretty out there in Charleston. We have a wave of mixed precipitation coming your way, and hopefully we can get rid of this, and eventually we will see a nice uh, bright sky return for this week. However, it's just been a really wet one here. It doesn't matter if you're in Charleston or Huntington. The good news is tons of flower color blooming. Unfortunately, the skies could use a little bit of work as Render Park has been quite dull, aside from, of course, those wonderful flower colors popping up all over our region. Take a look at our tool Doppler radar. You're seeing yellows, you're seeing reds, you're thinking, oh, we have more pop-up showers, thunder showers. No, this actually is just a little bit of ice that the dual Doppler radar is picking up on. Sometimes has a hard time distinguishing between heavy rain or a little bit of ice in the clouds. And you can see where that wave of uh, yellow and orange is moving at the moment is right through the Charleston area. 
area. Again, the radar is in Charleston, so it looks like this little wave is kind of broken up around Charleston. It might just be a little bit of wackiness with the radar. Radars aren't perfect. That's why, of course, it's not showing some icy precipitation. It's showing some heavy rain on the dual operator, and I guess that's why Tony and I get paid the big bucks to figure out all of this crazy weather radar stuff for you all. What we can tell you, everybody can see this. This is a massive on and off showers are going to be around for quite a while and not just rainy showers but uh, some snow some sleet mixed in there good news is we're just way too warm for any of that to actually stick down on the ground it will just be falling from the skies and we'll get a brief break from this as we move into tonight's forecast as you push past that we are going to have a wintry precipitation all over the morning forecast and a little bit scattered throughout the afternoon as well so when will this nasty weather finally get out of our way when will the sunshine return the answer and a whole lot more coming up and i think that you guys will be very happy with how next week is shaping up guys because yeah. we need it after this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your drone shot is uh making you think of warmer warmer weather warmer days yeah can't wait Alrighty, thanks. Well, students and even Baby Dog welcomed a new staff member to Welch Elementary today with a pup rally. His name is Cole. The Black Lab will work at this school as a certified therapy dog that will provide comfort and support to students and staff with the Community in Schools program. How cute. Cole is embarking on this new role as part of the Friends with Paul's program Governor Justice announced last month. More dogs will be placed in other schools across West Virginia throughout the year. The governor and first lady brought their own companion. You've seen her several times with baby dog. The two dogs visited with the students during the pup rally. And like you said, Susan, it's a good thing they got along. But they I know. seem to be just fine. Yeah, new, new best friends yeah. there. Well, chocolate lovers, time to rejoice. Yeah, the Chocolate Festival returns to Lewisburg after a two-year hiatus during the pandemic. The city expects 5,000 people to show up this weekend from 11 different states. There will be more than 40 merchants ready for you to sample their sweets. I think it's going to be quite a big event this year. I'm super excited. We were all a little nervous because it has been down for the last two years. You just don't know what kind of comebacks you're going to have. We are back and ready uh, for the sweetest day in Lewisburg. And uh, the merchants are ready. We have over 46,000 tastings of chocolate. So uh, come and be a part of the day. Oh, yum. Okay, so if you want to go, the festival is tomorrow. It's from 11 until 4 in the afternoon. Five hours of chocolate. <laughs> Bring it on. And you can get your tickets online or even at the entrance of the United Way in Lewisburg. West Virginia 811 wants to remind you that before you do any work around your property requiring any digging, you need to give them a call. Mm -hmm. A spokesperson with 811 visited John Adams Middle School in Charleston today to explain to the students why that is so important when planting a tree. 811 will get the utility companies out to your home to mark where if any electric or pipelines are before you dig. Some people don't understand that it can be something as simple as, as I said, a tree or installing a mailbox. If you're going more than 12 inches into the ground, uh, the loss is that you, you need to call 811, which is a free service, and uh, all the utilities around will be notified. Yep, and Governor Justice issued a proclamation naming April as Safe Digging Month, so West Virginia's 811 will be planting a tree at other West Virginia schools, reminding us all to call before you dig.
If you want to stay up to date on news as we get at the station, you can always download the WSAZ News app. You can even sign up for instant notifications. Open your phone or iPad camera, point it at the camera there for the QR code for the screen. Well, still to come, spring is here and it's time to get your lawn back in shape. Yeah, so we're going to hear from the landscaping experts right after the break. Plus, Russia carries out a deadly airstrike at a Ukrainian train station. We're now taking a look at some of the aftermath. Next. And the radar indicating a little bit of ice in the rain over the Pikeville area. However, looking at the eye level or I guess building level site from our webcam, I'm not seeing too much ice. It looks mostly rain. Let's try and solve this mystery together. More coming up. People have been wondering. Let's get into this. Follow your adventures with a thrilling performance of Honda. The brand owners are calling the most fun to drive. Hurry into a local Honda dealer where new vehicles are arriving daily. This week's Fortune Forecast brought to you by the Ohio Lottery and their everyday drawings for big jackpots. We are looking at a lot of excitement moving into Ohio over the next several days, with big jackpots developing and drawings expected every day this week. So stay lucky, Ohio. Uh, a military official says a Russian missile strike on a train station killed at least 50 people. As Mike Valero reports, the harrowing images show bodies next to luggage. The attack is just the latest to target innocent civilians. In the eastern city of Kramatorsk, bodies, blood, and bags. A stroller in front of what was moments earlier a crowded train station. Ukrainian officials say these were families simply waiting for a way out. Their fate sealed when a Russian missile exploded. American aid worker Nate Mook was near the station. We saw all of the people on the platform. About two minutes later, as we were driving to our warehouse to pick up flour for one of our bakeries, we felt the explosion. Russia's defense ministry calls all statements about the strikes, quote, a provocation, which doesn't correspond with reality. Images of the missile show the words Zadetye, which means for the children, spray painted on the metal. 
It's unclear who wrote it and if the words were added before or after the strike. I think our first initial reaction would be, oh, they're aiming at children, but it really is more as if revenge for our children who they claim have been attacked over the past eight years by the Ukrainians. The head of Ukrainian railways put it bluntly, saying innocent families and the world should brace for more attacks like this. Whatever they can to stop the evacuation program of civilians. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky asked why fleeing civilians need to be the target of missiles and called on more nations to reopen their embassies in Kyiv. I'm Mike Valerio reporting. Now, in the meantime, the EU upped its pressure on Russia with member states voting on a sanctions package to, to ban imports of Russian coal, which is a source that they say will take effect in August. Also on the list, closing EU ports to Russian ships and a ban on high-tech exports to Moscow. Look, you're heading out to a baseball or softball game, better dress warm. There are a lot of those practices heading inside. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you got some nice, nice cleats out there because you're going to have a hard time getting some traction with the damp conditions that have been around basically all week. Hopefully this will end as we move into Sunday. We'll talk more why coming up. I was at my woods end and I seen her doing an investigation on... Follow your adventures with a thrilling performance of Honda. The brand owners are calling the most fun to drive. Hurry into a local Honda dealer where new vehicles are arriving daily. This week's Sports Forecast brought to you by the Ohio Lottery and their everyday drawings for big jackpots. We are looking at a lot of excitement moving into Ohio over the next several days, with big jackpots developing and drawings expected every day this week. So stay lucky, Ohio. With your WSAC lawn and landscape experts. Hi, I'm Alex Brown with Brown Landscape Management, here with my lead technician, Michael Payne. He's going to talk to you today about some material you might be using in your landscape this time of year. Yes, sir. Basketball madness has just ended, but mulch madness has just begun. Here are a few options for your landscaping that we offer. 
We have a brown hardwood mulch, a oversized creek rock, a black hardwood mulch, and a premium cypress mulch. Once you decide what product you would like to have in your landscape bed, here are a few do's and don'ts. One of the first and most important things to do when installing mulch is to have a good shovel edge. By doing that, it will help prevent the mulch from running into your lawn and keep it in place and give it a good look. Another helpful tip before putting down the mulch is to put down a good weed barrier. And what that will do is help prevent these unwanted weeds from popping up into your landscape beds. Some things to think of when you're installing your mulch. Make sure you don't put too little mulch or too much. By putting too much down, you take a chance of getting insect damage and other diseases. A good two to three inch base is ideal for this area. If you have any questions or concerns on what type of material you'd like to have in your lawn, please give us a call and we'll come out and give you a free consultation. Thank you all. That's great information. If you have any questions, be sure to reach out to us at Brown Landscape Management and catch us right here Fridays at 4. Have a great weekend. Time to check in with meteorologist Drew Narcissus. Drew, I don't think a lot of people are going to be outside mulching right now. Yeah, it might be a good thing to put off to next yeah. week, especially because next week is awesome. We have a nasty little road bump to get through tonight into tomorrow. But once we get to Sunday, especially Monday, Tuesday, looking awesome. Let's take a look outside where, again, we were showing earlier a little bit of some heavy uh, or heavier, I guess, patches of some showers, maybe a little bit of ice. You can see that it's now moved from the Charleston area and is moving a little bit further down south, the Kanawha River Valley off towards Bell out there. You can see things have pretty much cut off as a wave pushes through, and that's pretty much what you're going to see. Very isolated little waves of showers and icy uh, precipitation coming down from the sky, and the heaviest of the downpours out there. Temperature-wise, we certainly see nothing that's going to support any of that sticking to the road, so it'll be damp out there, but overall, not too bad. There is that big old sort of blob we're seeing out on our dual Doppler radar right now down towards the southeast of Charleston, and that really seems like the only big patch where I'm seeing much ice in the forecast, maybe a little bit off towards uh, Putnam County, Mason County, and then the cold fields, maybe a little bit of something going on right now. Uh, we were seeing some pure snowflakes off near Marlinton and Mingo off uh, in the east, which is right around where snowshoes get in there. Tony was saying some high-res models are expecting maybe even six or so inches to fall off in the higher elevations. Here in our region, again, it's just going to be a little bit of a, a flake or two mixed in with some rain. You can see that certainly happening in Kanawha County right now as you go down the Midland Trail, looking towards the cold fields, a little bit maybe scattered in with a few of these showers, but these showers aren't going anywhere. So if you haven't seen any yet, you got plenty of opportunity. we got a big low-pressure system in our forecast that we are uh, seeing pushing slowly but surely through. We'll get a break from this, a little break in the uh, swirling mass as we move towards early tonight, but into tomorrow, it comes back and it comes back and folds. All sorts of precipitation on the line. Grapple, sleet, uh, snizzle as Tony likes to call it sometimes. There's all sorts of winter weather that can be seen in between a few uh, raindrops out there in the forecast. The heaviest of the precipitation, I'm thinking, is in the morning. By the afternoon, we'll start, certainly still see some things on the rainy and slightly icy side out there. Of course, the higher in elevation you go, the more likely you're going to see that icy mix come in the lower elevations, parts of southern Ohio maybe 
more likely to see rain, but uh, you're certainly going to see all forms of it over the next 24 to 36 hours. Taking a look at tonight again, there's that little bit of a break, not a huge break. We'll still see some raindrops, some snowflakes out there in the forecast early tomorrow morning as it's cool enough. But as we make our way towards midday, we warm up enough for, again, most people in the lower elevations, it's going to be rain. And even if some snowflakes do sneak in, they're going to melt, uh, except for, of course, out there in the Appalachian peaks where some snow may be possible all the way through Sunday morning. So let's take a look at our forecast where things are getting better by Sunday morning already for us, so we can be happy about that. Today is not going to be the easiest day to get through. It's a nasty end of the week. We have widespread precipitation of all sorts of and kinds. As we move into tonight, we are going to see, again, chances for a little bit of snow, maybe a little bit of rain out there, but for the most part, we're quiet early in the evening, a wave, however, pushes back in by overnight and into tomorrow morning and then the rest of the day we mix out through a little bit of wintry precipitation once again but but it's a good day to be inside if you can be just go indoors outdoor forecast does get better why is that well, just let's just say you want to go outside and have some fun as we move into the weekend uh, that pub thing was for st patrick's day but you want to celebrate st patrick's day late go on ahead it's looking nasty outside anyway up until sunday once you get there things are looking better we get into the 50s maybe even into the lower 60s for us as we move into Sunday. Recovery mode is activated. I got Mother Nature to bring a little bit of extra warmth in after a nasty week last week. She agreed we could get a better week next weekend. Other than a few stray showers, we'll have to dodge. We're mostly dry. We're in the 70s or partly sunny. It's yeah. just wreaking havoc mm -hmm. on any youth sports, sports. sports. For tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It's not going to be easy, but uh, if you got it going, those are the those are the aren't those the things that create character. <laughs> they do exactly. They yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Just bundle up. I know, but it does look like uh, the soccer games for tomorrow morning with the Huntington oh, no. uh, YMCA youth league okay. canceled for tomorrow. Opening day for Huntington Little League. Uh huh. Too. So yeah, not a great day for sports, but hey, good day to watch the Masters, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Then. Alrighty. And if you want to stay up to date with the weather, download our WSAZ weather app. And to do this, go to the App Store if you have an iPhone or the Google Play if you have an Android. And uh, just scan the QR codes there. Then you can keep up with the weather uh, like Drew does here. So you'll be able to know how to plan your weekend. Yeah. So the common inflation has been hitting the country hard. And it even has some families struggling to pay medical bills. And we're looking at the impact of rising costs in health care when we come back. Plus, the invasion of Ukraine causing some major corporations to cut ties with Russia. But now they're feeling that financial impact. Just the right product for your new kitchen or bath. This week's sports report forecast brought to you by the Ohio Lottery and their everyday drawings for big jackpots. 
We are looking at a lot of excitement moving into Ohio over the next several days, with big jackpots developing and drawings expected every day this week. So stay lucky, Ohio. Follow your adventures with a thrilling performance of Honda. The brand owners are calling the most fun to drive. Hurry into a local Honda dealer where new vehicles are arriving daily. Have to catch an early train, gotta be to work by nine. If I had an airplane, I still couldn't make it on time. It's just another manic Monday. I wish it was Sunday. Okay, now we're back. Uh, John Stephen Seagal on Second Street got soul food, cat food, and everything else. You can swap the cat off the calendar. They don't mind. John Stephen Seagal. And Roger Davis on the west side. If you're lovable, you can need to, you need to, need undertake to help bear your, me, make human arrangement. Roger Davis is the best. Thank you very much. God help. And... Food prices really skyrocketing. But one area that might have an aid of greater impact, the rising cost of health care. Mm -hmm. Vanessa Yurkovic has the story of one couple really struggling with their medical bills. $38.12, Olga and Kevin McGarity are sitting with four years of medical bills. That is the gap that the government won't pay. Taking care of their health and keeping track of the cost consumes everyday life. I have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Uh, I had a bout with cancer that seems to be a remission at this point. And Olga? I have thyroid cancer. And uh, it's been pretty much all the time going to the doctor. Uh, Medicare we, doesn't cover all the medications and visits they need. Out. The private insurance Drop helps pick up the rest, but at a significant out-of-pocket cost. Every year, the average cost for the last four years was $37,000. One of the biggest issues facing Americans is inflation and rising costs, with 